This is an AMI podcast. Hey guys, welcome along to another episode of Double Tap. It is Monday, it's the 28th of August 2023, and we are back. You're listening to Double Tap, your daily accessible technology show. Now, here's your hosts, Stephen Scott and Sean Priest. Hey, Sean Priest, welcome back. Hey! <laughs> oh, let's <sighs> never part again. I've been so bored. Oh, dear. I, I know it's weird. I don't want to ever go away again. This this enforcement of <laughs> yes. uh, holidays. I, I'm just not for it. Uh, yeah, I'm talking to you. Exactly you, Mr. F. That's uh, correct, Mr. Yeah. F. We just don't need a holiday. No. We just don't need it. You know the amount of complaints we got? <laughs> <laughs> the amount of compla- I get emails from, from people's wives. Wives listening to shows <laughs> who don't even listen to the show are saying, please, will you come back? My husband is starting to take an interest in the house life, and we don't Start like to talk it. to me again. It's like we've all started talking again. Please, please return. It's so good to be back. Well, look, thank you for all the emails. Lovely emails. Uh, David got in touch this week to say uh, he was not happy at all with us being off. He says, since you've uh, gone AMI-audio daily, he said, this is just ridiculous. He said, oh. you're off. You're never at school. Uh, you know, you never turn up anymore. You're what? always on holiday. To be fair, um, I don't think we've had a holiday. Well, we've ever. taken the odds day off because, you know, you get the, well, the holidays well, along the course. That's and not by the way, is this, is this a bad time to mention that we're off next Monday? Is this a bad time to mention <laughs> that? Um, yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's another holiday next week. Uh, so, yeah, look, we, we would love to be here every minute of every day. But, mm-hmm. you know, some people... Mr. F. Yeah. yeah. They're not keen. So doesn't want uh, that to happen. No, it's fine. <laughs> oh, it is nice to be back, though. Uh, you know, it's been a busy week. And um, I've got to say uh, two things from me. Uh, yes. One is I'm on some new tablets, so it's making me feel very weird. Doctor gave me some new tablets. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will say for a reason rather than just for the sake of it. I'm not involved in some, you know, <laughs> weird trial. Experiment. That's right. Guinea <laughs> pig. <some> laboratory <laughs> rat. Um, but, you know, I, uh, I'm on these new tablets and I was reading through the side effects, right? So I, I Google it and I'm like going through all the list of all the different side effects. And there's what's called extreme side effects. You know, the things that if these things happen, you mm. should probably see a doctor. Yes. And I'd been on these tablets for like a day. And one of the side effects, side effects, is sudden vision loss. <gasps> and I'm thinking, doctor didn't, doctor didn't mention this. And I'm, I'm thinking, does he not think I care? Is that why I didn't mention it to me? Uh, but yeah, that's one of the extreme well, side effects of this. <laughs> Have you noticed any? Uh, yes, although not in the extreme category, I should say, thankfully, no. uh, but in the more common side effect category, which is basically, and the only way I can describe this to you, Sean, is it's like I'm living inside a car crash constantly. Oh, well, as, as long as they're doing you good, that's the main thing. Welcome to Trainwreck with Stephen Scott. Um, yeah, this is basically what it feels like. It feels like my, uh, today I'm okay. I mean, I'm okay now. Before mm. we came on about an hour ago, I was like, I, I, I don't think I can do this. I don't, I, I, I mean, I could, you and I got together on Friday because we had an interview that we're going to be airing later this week. We, and we wanted to get the interview done. Yes. So we did break into our holiday. I know. I honestly, we are, we are heroes. And we are heroes. Dedication. That's, that's all you need. It is if all you, you need. You want to be the best. Yeah. Exactly. That's right. That's a very specific <laughs> comment for a very that's specific. That's why I didn't make audience. any other reference to it. Yeah. Well done. Yes. That's uh, for the UK. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> God save the uh, king. Are we still on king? Yeah. So um, anyway. Um, yeah. I actually, I actually meant, sorry. I actually hmm. meant, have you had any sight loss? And, uh, yeah. Oh. Other than, yeah. What? You think that, that would that further us into the show more? Would you think that would be good for us? Well, no. <laughs> it, it could be handy, yes. But no, I'm just saying. Just saying I'm 100% you know into Braille because I'm like, I've really no choice now. That's it. I'm in it. That's it. For full on in here, yeah. No, no, no okay. sight loss. Although I will say that you know the extreme headaches that come with this, and the um, the like I say, the car crash level of pain uh, does make it um, 
Yeah, it does affect the vision. What's I mean, what's left is already affected. You know, you know it's, I've noticed, it's weird. I've I've no talking of headaches. I've I've been getting headaches lately, and mm. um, as my vision's gone down to now, I've just been putting it down to you know trying to uh, struggle more to see things which I can't actually see anymore. I don't know whatever. I noticed this morning while I was taking the dog out. I'm walking around with one eye shut. Hmm. <laughs> That's I, interesting. It's, it's like I'm, I'm just thinking, okay, now I've got to try and take control back of my face. Why am I doing that? That must look so weird, like I'm winking at someone constantly, or it just looks like I'm a weirdo. Um, yeah, I am. And I... It's, I suppose it's because I'm not actually looking at anything anymore. Yeah. I mean, what do you right. do with your eyes when you can't focus lock on anything? What do you do? It's it's, it's it's worse when, well, it's not worse, but it's it's kind of irritating when you're in that point where you've got a sense that people are looking at you or you're, I don't know, it's, it's like almost some kind of LIDAR sensor in your head that tells you people are looking at you, especially mm. you know, when they're talking to you, basically. So when someone's chatting with you, and then the next minute, you th- you're clearly having a conversation with them. It's an intense conversation. And you feel the need to try and look at them. Yes. But you can't really look at them. No. So you're kind of looking in their direction. And one of the things I found, even for years, I mean, maybe 10, 15 years ago, I used to have real problems trying to focus on someone because nystagmus makes it almost impossible. You're trying to hold something that is wanting to move constantly. Like a small, yep. irritating child. You just will not sit at wow. peace. You could have said the golden snitch or anything else, but um, a child, okay. No, irritating child. Uh, yes. And I put them all in that category. Uh, so they're all irritating. <laughs> but yes, uh, like a small irritating child who will not sit still, even though they've been told. All right, calm down. Uh, they will do- <laughs> I'm not so a father, can you tell? Yes, uh, you're talking to someone, you're trying to lock it on their face, and you can't, yes. And that's the problem, because you just cannot get that focus, because you can't get still. You can't, oh, the eyes will never be now. still. I, uh, yeah. I, but that's yes. one part of it. But now, of course, it's, it's that added in with humongous amounts of blur and, you know, constant movement. So, yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's an absolute joy. Uh, I'm not saying well, I want the severe sight loss, though. That's the. I want to be very clear on that. I'm really, as, as much as... And I've said this before on the show, and I've talked before, and we've got into this whole topic about, you know, sometimes you just think it would be easier. And it's not that silent thing. A lot of blind people or low vision people who are at that end of the, the vision, what's left spectrum. Yes. You have that feeling where you just think, would it be easier if I had nothing? Because what I've got is so irritating, so painful. My light sensitivity is through the roof. And it just it's just constantly a problem now. So I'm wearing these sunshades every day. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know... I will say though it's really handy because my microphone here that I've got in front of me has one of those, almost like a little cage that it sits in so that it keeps it, you know, from oh. getting knocked or whatever. Yes. And it's great because my glasses can bounce off that and not hit the mic. So, you know, oh, every cloud. Oh, that's, that's perfect. Well done. Um, but no, anyway, so the, yeah, the, the, aside the side effects, um, yeah. I will say though, reading side effects nowadays is, is utterly terrifying because basically it includes everything and up to instantaneous death. I don't bother. I just assume that everyone knows what they're doing and I don't have to read anything. Well, that's all that they said. If it keeps getting bad or worse, then obviously you go back. And if you are in that situation, you're taking tablets and you think, hmm, that's not right. Well, you know, absolutely go and check with the doctor because there might be another tablet they could put you on. But you know what? I am brave. I am a hero. I will fight on through. And, you know, I'll just cry for the other 23 hours. We're not doing this. Well, you are... <laughs> you are a hero, uh, but I've got a confession to make, actually. I Ooh. feel like a, a fraud, an imposter. I feel that I have sinned, Father Stephen Scott. Well, my child, uh, you should absolutely explain <laughs> to all double tappers what on earth you've done. Last week, my washing machine broke down. Mm-hmm. Now, I rang my insurance because as a, you know, I have it insured. Very good. Rang my insurance. They sent an engineer out. I'm going to order you a new motor. It's goosed. You need a new motor. But we can't give you an estimate uh, time of repair. We don't know when it's coming in. Uh, okay. So I rang the uh, insurance again. said, right, this is no good because it could be six months, could be six weeks. No one knows. And they sent me an email saying, okay, then you can find your own engineer, fill out the, this form with all the you know, model numbers and how much it's going to cost and send it off to us and blah, blah, blah. This whole routine. So then I rang them up and simply said, I'm blind. Ah, <gasps> Blind I played, card. I played the blind card. I did. I did. And you know what? 
they sent me a new washing machine. Oh, well done. In two days. But that is I the know, way to do it. I, I, know, I know. But there was, it made no sense at all. I mean, I could have done all that thing. It, it, I can Google. I can find an engineer. It's not an issue. Yet I played into the stereotype of, I can't do it. I can't yeah, see. I mean, do you know, but no, I, I am with you in this. <laughs> No, that makes me a hypocrite. That makes me a terrible, terrible person. Don't limit me. Don't you put your stereotypical limitations that I can't do anything. And the next news, can you send me a new washing machine, please? (laughs) I can't see. (laughs) But it's not that. It's not anything to do. It's not even, you know, I I would hate to ever use the word lazy around blind people, right? Because I think our lives are hard enough sometimes. And you just think to yourself, I cannot deal with this. We've all done it. We've all been there. I mean, you know, you could use the argument that Ira is, you know, a, a crutch for some of us, or mm-hmm. be my eyes as a crutch. You know, you could you could find your way with this. You could open Seeing AI. You could get the package read to you. You could have all this. You could take that information in. To me, that's the domain of the superblind, and it's the argument of the superblind for me. Ooh, I'm wow. not into that. I'm just not into I that. I think sometimes life is hard enough, and sometimes it's just easier to get somebody else to help you, or you know, get some assistance through an applicator or whatever. I mean, we can dress it up any way we want, but sometimes it's just easier. You know, we got a train. Yes, we could use the latest in LiDAR and this technology and that technology to get us from A to B. I could wear the toilet seat thing around my head and, you know, never bump into anything ever again. You know, think that, they like it when you call no, it. No, I don't think they like that when I call them. <laughs> but it, it, it just... Yes, there are lots of ways, and yes, sometimes there are, are needs, and you know, it's like it's, it's the old. Um, no, no, it's, yeah, I get you. You know, getting a train. Life. You know, you could get, you could yes. figure out yourself, or you could just ask somebody what platforms a train on. You know, th- nobody's going to cast you down for that, and no, they should. Ah, yes, but if I'm at the same time, I'd say I agree with you. It makes life easier. Who doesn't want an easy life? So I go up to a, you know, a, a railway staff member and say, "What time is this train? What platform?" Great. But if I'm also at the same time saying, I don't need to know what time the train is or what platform is, I can do it for myself. And then still asking, that's what I'm saying. I was being hypocritical and I'm embracing that. It made my life easier. And sometimes you got to play the perks of a disability. Wow. Is that controversial? But it's not. You see, that's the thing. We're kind of, this is, I don't know if this is a UK thing. Please tell us because I know lots of you out there are in different parts of the world, obviously Canada, the US. Other parts of the world, we have emails from people in Nairobi and other places like that. So lots of people getting in touch with us from different parts of the world. Is this the way you were brought up? Because I I feel I was brought up to forever be in charge of every single aspect of my life, which is okay, good, I'm for that. You know, that absolutely we should be in charge of our own lives. We yes. should be 100% responsible, all for that. But with that responsibility comes a decision that has to be made at some point. You need to make a decision what's right for you. And at that moment... You know, like the blind person who takes the wheelchair at the airport, right? There's, okay. There's going to yes. be someone who'll do it. And I was one of them. I put my hand up. I did it once. I didn't really enjoy the experience because it, you know, it just nothing to do with anything to do with the wheelchair, but just, I don't know, I, I didn't feel particularly safe in the thing, if I'm honest. It felt a little <laughs> bit like this thing is going to fall to bits any minute. But, you know, I had a really long day. I didn't have the mindset for the fight to, you know, stand up for my rights and all that, you know, and say, I don't need a wheelchair because I'm not disabled and or not physically disabled in that sense. But, you know, I'd had a really long day and I just mm-hmm. didn't want the argument. And, I, and the guy was so insistent and I thought, you know what? Fine. Fine. And I think that's the, the, there comes a point where there's an exhaustion and we can all want to fight for better, but also not every single one of us and i really want to stress this and i've said this for years actually but i really want to stress this point and the older i'm getting i'm really becoming firmer in this we're not all ambassadors for each other no well, i'm not no definitely but no but no one of us are because that would never be the case for anybody else no woman no one single woman represents every other woman on the planet yeah. no no Gay person, no single person represents every other gay person in the planet. We don't look at other groups like that, but we do in the disability community. Now, it's partly driven by the fact that there's so few of us out there. So, you know, you meet a disabled person, it's so unique in some ways. So you kind of feel like you meet one, you meet another in your life, and that's maybe all you meet. You meet two people. So, you know, you kind of do group the whole thing together. Like I've had it so many times, and I don't think you would ever hear this anywhere else when you get into a taxi and someone says, oh, I didn't know if it was okay to say the word blind because the last time I met a blind person, they didn't like me calling them blind. 
So I didn't want to attract, you know, put that on you. Mm. And I'm, I'm like, well, I'm not that person. I've had people say to me, oh, I've had this blind guy in the car. There's a guy who lives local to us and, you know, he's blind and he uses the taxis all the time. And every time I get in the car, this person will tell me the story of this individual and how they like to talk and how they like to be talked about. So therefore that applies to me. And I'm like, but I'm not that person. Would you yeah, apply that, that rule to anyone else? Uh, yeah, ever? Okay. No, I agree so that's, with that. So in terms of ambassadorship, I'm really not for that. You know, I, I hated it when I was at guide dog school. I remember that whole thing about... So, you know, my point is, when it comes to this kind of stuff, do what's right for you. You know, this works for you, it works for you. So you you sit there, you be lazy. You do Thank it. you. You Thank be you. lazy. Am I forgiven? Yes. Email feedback at doubletaponair.com. <laughs> Am I forgiven? Thank and we're you. back. Um... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm only back 15 minutes and I'm yelling already. <laughs> oh, dear. Anyway, uh, can I tell you, I've been having some fun tech time. I know. Oh, tech. Shocking. Wow. I know. Breaking news. Yeah, I know. Breaking news. It is kind of surprising, isn't it, that uh, I bring up tech 15 minutes into this show. Yes. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, do you know what I did last week? I had a bit of a busman's holiday, um, which I didn't know what that meant for years. I was thought, I didn't know what a busman's holiday was. And then I learned that it's for people who drive buses. They will often go on a coach journey uh, mm. for their holidays. And that's is that a, a global thing? Holiday. I don't think Busman's it is. That's why holiday? I'm explaining it in that way. You see? I thought so. Well done. Well done, you. Because I don't think that's a universal explainer. Um, but if you do know what it is, then congratulations. If you don't know, now you do. Uh, but yeah, I think it's more of a British thing, to be honest. Yes, a lot definitely of bus, is. A lot of bus sporters these days. Anyway, um, but there are. I, and I do you know, it's, can I tell you this? Train sporting. I don't understand it. I'm going to just put it out there. I don't understand train spotters. Why? What's not to understand? Well, I had a, a chance meeting with a train spotter a few years ago. And he said to me, and I said to him, <laughs> now actually, because yes. he, he was like, you know, don't, don't get in my face about this. And I'm like, I'm not getting in your face about it. I just, what I want to understand is what you get from this. Because all these trains, don't they just look the same? Well, that was wow. the biggest mistake wow. I ever made. They're all different. They're all individual. How dare you? That's right. No one train represents <laughs> every other train. <laughs> but, then, but, but I was like, yeah, but I, okay, I get it. But to me, they're just all big boxes on wheels, right? Okay, but, and you find them fascinating and that's fine. But when you go back in time, and there was a train, I think it was in, if you, if you look this up, it was called the Mercury. And it was came out in 1936. It was a steam train. Ran till 1959. And this thing was a marvel of engineering. It was gorgeous. So futuristic looking. This was an incredible beast of a train. Welcome to steam tech. Yes, carry on. And, and I'm like, this kind of stuff. I, I would line up to see this as well. They were beautiful trains. You know, the Flying Scotsman, a classic example here where I live. You know, in Scotland, mm. we have the Flying Scotsman and all these amazing steam trains. They were stunning. I would line up to see that. But this box on wheels that goes, mm, stops and goes, and then that's it. I mean, who cares? How dare... You know that talk we had before we started recording about staying on topic? It's not working, what? is it? It's not. It's not. <laughs> Please I've been carry away on. for a week. You're a busman's holiday. I've got a lot of things to say. Um, anyway, yes, the tech thing. So... <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, so I downloaded a new screen reader to my computer. A new one? One we've never heard of before. What is it? Well, one I'd never really bothered with before, to be <gasps> fair. Yes. Uh, because I'm a JAWS guy, right? I've always, always used JAWS and, of course, voiceover on the Mac. But I decided to download NVDA. Now, oh, oh, well done. One you. of us. Well done. And, and I, it wasn't for any reason other than I was trying to set up a PC and um, it was kind of funny, right? Because I'm setting up the PC and it was fine. Got through it with narrator, no problem. Narrator's actually pretty brilliant in a lot of ways. This is more usable these days than it's ever been. Definitely. And I was getting on fine. But I thought, no, I kind of want to get JAWS on here. But for whatever reason, I couldn't find my JAWS license key. And um, I thought, well, how will I get around this? And I thought, you know what? Let's just for a while, let's just play with NVDA. I had the week off, so I had some Play. time. God, yeah, just so get dismissive. it downloaded. No, Play. no, I wanted to just try it out and yeah. see how it stacked up. Because previous experiences, you know... Don't don't say it. No, no, no. Well, they've been fine. But again, it's that thing of if you've been using JAWS, you get used to it, and therefore you all think, oh, well, 
this isn't working or that's not the same or doesn't feel comfortable. Doesn't do that. I get yeah, it's just, yeah, it just doesn't fit, you know. So anyway, I had a chance to play, and um, I think I'm really liking it. <gasps> Why? Why? What's won you over this time? Well, there's something in there which I've never really bothered with and that didn't even really understand before, and that is the add-ons that you get. Oh, yes. Okay, you can lose yourself in that oh. add-on directory. Yes, there's so much in there. I love accessories, right? So I love extra bits <laughs> that I can tack on to things. So, you know, basic screen reader, brilliant. NVDA, excellent. Community who develop it are amazing. And... You know, they're so passionate about it. But these add-ons just really take that to the next level. Because not only is someone passionate about the, the product, they're actually building things that can make it better. And there were so many things. I mean, just simple things in some ways. Things that, for example, would tame Outlook a little bit. You know, it's a bit too noisy or a bit too... Uh, well, no, sorry, it wasn't Outlook. It was Edge, Microsoft Edge. And there was really? one, yeah, there was one just to kind of cut back on some of the verbosity on it and control Page it a little now bit. loaded. Page is loading. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. New okay. tab explaining everything about the four recent suggestions as well. And then telling you what they all are, you could just curb all that. Those things. That's exactly the reason I started using Edge, because it gives me more information. <laughs> now nah, it's too, too talkative. Get rid. Well, you know, you want you want the information when you want it. You don't necessarily want it every single time you go into the address no, bar. That's true. You know? Yeah, of course. So, yeah. you know, the problem is everything that pops up on that screen, if you're a sighted user using it, you will get so much information, I imagine, on that screen, which you can choose to look at or not. But, you know, if that is being force-fed to you audibly every time, that can get a little bit irritating. So there was that. Um, WhatsApp. Now, WhatsApp's an app I love, and on the... PC with JAWS, it is very good, and I got on great with it. Um, but NVDA also has an add-on, and if I'm honest, I found it a little bit easier with the NVDA add-on. I just thought it was a little bit simpler. There's less commands to learn. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are plenty of them, but there's less commands, and they kind of, in my head, make a bit more sense. Basic things like, you know, Alt-1 takes you to the chat list, and you can just arrow up and down, enter on the chat you want to engage in. Control-R yep. to immediately start recording. And not only that, Control-R ends the recording, and sends it. Yep. Or just press space to discard it. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that I one. love it. Okay. Yeah. Because I, I almost every time I start sending a message, I immediately want to stop. <laughs> so now I know. <laughs> I sent one to you just before we came on. And it was absolute tosh. <laughs> I didn't know it's a difference. No, it's fine. <laughs> yes. Alton 2 takes you to the last message in the message yes. list. So, uh, yeah, I must admit, I think that's really good. Uh, the, the standout feature for me is that it takes away the numbers, the telephone number from the people's names. When, mm. it, when you're going through the conversation, it's so many times it will go so-and-so and it get read out their telephone number and it just slows it all down. And there's a keyboard command, and I've totally forgotten what it is, uh, which will take away those phone numbers from people's names in the conversation. Uh, it, it just makes it so much quicker to quickly go through uh, your conversation. That's the WhatsApp Plus add-on. Mm. By the way, that one's called. It's very good. So the question I have for you on all this, because you've been using NVDA for years, these add-ons, these are developed by people out there, just you and I equivalent, right? I mean, it's just people who are... Very clever people, well, yes. Well, clever than us, yeah, for yes. sure. Oh, clever definitely. than me, certainly. Yes. Um, so is that is that something we have to worry about a little bit? I mean, you know, WhatsApp does an update, because this is a problem, right? Everything updates all the time. So when WhatsApp does an update, does it... Does it throw issues up yes. for these add-ons as well? Yes, it definitely does. Yeah, um, that is one thing. You have to keep on top of them. Some will auto-update. I did notice that I did get a message that WhatsApp Plus had an update to 2.0 something or other. Um, so some of them will automatically up- update. Other ones you do need to you know, manually check and update as well. So you're absolutely right. If there's an update to, say, WhatsApp itself, then you may, you know, the add-on may stop working. But that's pretty much the same no matter what with any screen reader, right? Mm. It's, and plus the, the community is very active. So, um, yeah, I, I think, that, think they're great. There's so, as you said, there's so many out there as well. Well, we were just talking about one before we came on. I was asking you if you'd tried it. It's called Ask. Is it Ask Chat GPT or Ask GPT? Um, it's one of those, definitely. Yeah, and it basically brings <laughs> the chat function of GPT into NVDA, but it kind of brings it in a more accessible way. So you're just using a command, like what was it, NVDA shift L, lets you ask a question. 
Brings up a dialog box. You type in your question to ChatGPT and then press Control Enter to send that off, and it will give you a response within it says you know whatever the response time is thirty seconds or so. Now, the only- so it's just just a quick way to access the website, basically. Quick way to get it. And again, it's that accessibility side of it, right? You know, um, just making things a little bit more accessible because the GPT website has had for a while, and I've not been on it last week, but I, you know, for the last while it's had a lot of unlabeled buttons on it, which no. is not great. Yeah. And it should be artificially labeled. Well, that would make sense. Yeah, exactly. It should be smart enough to fix itself. <laughs> yeah, you'd think so, wouldn't you? All the websites <sighs> in all the world, you'd think that one could figure it out. But uh, no, there's been a few problems with it. So I have to be honest, I've not loved using that as an experience. Um, and, you know, I, I've got a little app for the Mac just simply called ChatGPT. And if you want to download it, there are lots of them out there. So you just have to be careful. But the version number is 1.0, if that helps. Um, I think it has been updated since. But the difference with this one is it seems to give you access to more language models than seems to be available elsewhere. Now, I, I'm, I'm signed up for the chat plus whatever it's called, ChatGPT, you know, the, the, the paid Premium. Plan. Yeah, yeah, yeah whatever it's called. The paid for, yes. And I did that because of the amount of usage I was, was making of it. Uh, but, you know, one of the other things to say about GPT on the NVDA add-on is you have to have an account and you have to be able to get an API key. And that is where things might get a bit tricky. But uh, I'll chart my experience doing that because I've never done that before. So uh, I'll see how that works. I guess you just go to the ChatGPT site and somewhere in the settings I'll find an option to generate an API key. Um, That's exactly it, yeah. Is that, is, that like, is that like laying your own road to the app? Is that the way to think about it? It's like you're laying your own path via different methods. So I'm using the NVDA add-on, which is basically circumventing the need to go to that website, but I'm going to the same place, the information source. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, API key and key is a perfect description because it you know unlocks access to that service. So there's whatever is app or whatever website or whatever, in this case, NVDA add-on you're using, just goes to that website and says, I've got a key, let me in. And they're able to use it. So, um, and it, it is free for now. You don't need the paid version to generate an API key for ChatGPT. It is actually free. Hmm, interesting. Uh, well, look, I'm, I'm talking a lot about NVDA. I'm going to talk more about it in a minute as well. I've got to take a break, um, but we'll come back. We'll talk I don't more want about to. That. Well, I don't want to either, but they, they tell us they have to. So, you know, we've got to do it. Otherwise, you yeah, know. No, not that one. This one. <laughs> Same thing. Right, stick around. It's been a week. Call the Double Tappers now, 1-877-803-4567, or email us, feedback at doubletaponair.com. Uh, this is Double Tap, and before the break, we were talking about NVDA and that ChatGPT app. You know, as much as I am keen to try this out, I have to be honest, I've been using the Bing app quite a bit in the past while. I still haven't really had a play with it. I did notice it's now got its own button, I think, in the Edge toolbar. Um, and yeah, I still haven't really dived into it. It's might be really good. Well, I'm talking on the iPhone here. I've not tried it on, I, I, I just feel on the PC. I, I still feel, even though I've been at this for a long time, I still feel like being online on a computer is like trying to sail a small rowboat amongst oh. gigantic tankers. Oh, I've missed your metaphors. Oh, that was beautiful. What do you mean? I've no idea. <laughs> these pills don't... I don't like these tablets. My brain is so foggy. Brain fog. I, I just like my journey through the sailing boat experience. No, I mean, honestly, it just it feels like you're just at sea, basically. You just feel like you're lost. Talking nonsense. It's a beautiful experience. On it's Windows. getting... As Mama Cass once said... Oh, blimey. Uh, it's getting better. Um, she also said, make your own kind of music. I have no idea what that's about. But um, wow, the uh, <laughs> some references today for the youth. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Hang on. Just, just We got this from AMI Audio, right? They said, look, can you, can you bring in a younger, uh, you know, demographic. contingent demographic? <laughs> and I'm like, sure, no problem, guys. I've got it. Right, Mama Cass. Let's get some Mama Cass comments. And side on. effects of pills. Yeah, okay. And side well, effects of drugs. <laughs> like a doctor's waiting room in here. <sighs> no, I'm talking about the Bing app itself because when I use that um, for GPT, well, I say for GPT, but I suppose it, 
is using GPT, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, I do find it quite good. And I, one thing I find, though, is I don't know if this is because of the beta I'm running on the iPhone, but it will talk and it will just repeat the message. It, you know, it has its own self-voicing, so it will oh. read back the message, but, mm. like, repeat on loop constantly. The only way to stop it is to shut the app entirely. So I don't know what the, what's going on oh, there. you can't just take focus away. No. No, because oh. it'll still read it with voiceover if you put focus on it whilst it's self-voicing it in the background because it reads it in a nice, pleasant, Bing-type Microsoft voice, but which is lovely, is it, but it's just not. Is it the self-voicing that keeps repeating? Yes. Right, okay. So you can still use the phone. The phone's fine. But the, the, self, hear the self-voicing <laughs> is just reading this message over and over again. again but it's quite good are, because, again... We are both that, using the beta, right? So well, yes, this, yeah. this may be a specific issue. Yeah, And I know lots of people love to come on and complain about the betas, and, and not here on this show, but you know, a lot of people will complain about the betas. I've heard it on other places. And, you know, I, I just, I really reel against that because it's like, guys, it's a beta. What do you expect? Yeah. Things are going to change. Like, do you see this article recently about the, the changed the position of the end button? And everyone got all upset because they'd moved it to the bottom right of the screen and all, and they moved it to the bottom right of the screen. And it turned out they hadn't. They just, they obviously had for a very short space of time, but they moved it back. Now, for whatever reason, they did that. Who knows? Maybe they were trying something, trying something different. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe they were just measuring response and everyone, you know, everyone's knickers were in the air and said, oh, I don't like that. And it's okay, put it back. Oh, unbelievable. Can he say that? Oh, no. Yeah, you're all right. Yeah, Good. I did. I just said it. Uh, I didn't even notice that, and that's because I use the magic tap to hang up and answer a call. Um, mm. So I wouldn't yeah, yeah, even yeah. notice. But I would it's, say, it's the sighted people that notice these things. Well, yeah, but still, I would actually prefer it in the bottom right corner because it would be easier to find. At the minute, I go Last through, through the, screen, the keypad. Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly right. Try and find the eight key, a zero key, and go underneath that, and it, it's a little bit eh. Um, but yeah, I would prefer it on the bottom right. But hey, yeah. doesn't matter. Magic tap is your friend. Magic tap, two finger double tap, which a lot of people, you know, still to this day are learning about. And you know, the only thing I find is you have to make sure that if you want to dictate, because you can use it across the the device, oh, right? Dictation. You can. <laughs> oh, <laughs> dictation is yes. brilliant. So you know, I've been using the beta, but that aside, um, dictation has always been had this problem. It's not really the fault of the device. It's because you have to have focus in a text field. In order to start dictation, you also have to make sure that text field is selected. Some of them auto-select, some of them don't. So you might have to single-finger double-tap to enable the uh, the text field to be available Correct. for editing. you're so right. Yes, absolutely. And have you ever had it where you've double-tapped to dictate, and you're in the field, but it will still play music? Yes, yeah, it starts playing a, whatever you've last played, on, or, yes. or sometimes random music I never random, intended. I never heard. And dictation will also start. <laughs> yes. It's, it's, I, I, I don't don't know what to do first. It's so complicated. But yeah, um, I once had, in general is great. I once had the phone dictate the lyrics of the song it was playing oh. into the text field I was trying to speak into. Oh, that explains it's like that I was text fighting message. with a country music song. <laughs> that should be a country music song. That's like a modern version of, you know, my iPhone and me. Uh-oh. Why, where's uh, this going? I don't know. I'm leaving it there. <laughs> yeah. uh, Feedback at doubletaponair.com. <laughs> what iPhone-related country music have you found? Um, oh, but, well, yeah, where so, were we going with this Bing? Okay. Well, no, I was just saying that you know I, I like using that, and I think it's quite cool. I think that the, the you know the, the ways. Of, I mean, obviously, be my AI is what everyone's excited about, and lots of people are on the beta and they're trying it out. But if you don't have that experience yet, then Bing will give you similar. Uh, remember that demo we had from Thomas Donville? Absolutely. A couple of weeks yes. back, and. Um, I think it's very great. similar I think it's experience, indeed. Very similar. It's the same thing, right? I mean, again, it's many doors, same room. That's the yes. approach to think about yep. this. It's just the same place you're going to. It's the same source of information. Um, I want to say at this point as well, uh, a huge thank you to all of you who've been writing in. Not so many emails last week. I think you've realised there's no point because no one's there to to read them for you uh, or, or to you. So, um, yeah, I appreciate the emails that you have sent in, and we will be getting to them from tomorrow. We also have some interesting stories coming up. And a bit later in the week, we're going to hear from Matt Ater, who is uh, the uh, vice president over there at Vespero, the company behind such products as uh, Jaws Screen Reader. Um, of course, Optilec is a company that's part of uh, the, the overall group. But Vespero mm-hmm. itself uh, has you know a number of different brands under it. ZoomText, of course, formerly AI Squared. Uh, ZoomText is in that uh, bracket now as well. So we're going to talk about 
what's going on uh, over there at Vespero. A lot of the work that's going on, in particular at the moment, and JAWS as, as a, a software, but also Vespero as a company, are focusing on kiosk development. They're really trying to sell this idea to get more kiosks accessible. So, for example, if you go into, and let's just say it, McDonald's. Oh, yes. Just for you. I thought Thank I'd say you. that. Uh, so you go in there and you've got these big touchscreens, huge iPads that everyone can play with. And they're ridiculous, like human-sized iPads for the sighties to play with. And what happens is you go in there and you want to, you know, order your meals. And lots of people prefer doing that because they can take their time over it. They get, they get to see lots of different things in the menu. But of course, we get excluded from that, right? Because we can't use the touchscreen. Um, well, that's something that has actually changed a little bit because my... Uh, Vespero, I should say, has worked with McDonald's to actually create an accessible kiosk. And that means that you can use buttons that are to the right of the actual touchpad and you can just navigate using a special JAWS for kiosk, um, which is not not the same as JAWS. It's not the same. I mean, the experience is quite different. And I got the chance to play with one of these devices and uh, talk to Matt Hater about it, and also talk about how they're planning to roll this out and, and where they're planning to roll it out. Of course, the clue might be that, you know, Matt Hater was in London, England, and he was spending oh. some time there. That's when we met uh, a couple of weeks back. In and, a McDonald's? Uh, not in a McDonald's, no. Other burger shops are available. Yeah, allegedly. Um, mm-hmm. And, yeah, we had a nice little chat about that. So that conversation, it's nice. quite a long conversation. We're going to break it up a bit, and we'll, we'll play it out over maybe one or two shows. But, yeah, I'm really keen to hear what Matt has to say about this. I'm sure you are too. And there's lots of other stuff we get into as well. So, um, yeah. That's all Very cool. I, I, it, it's funny because there's one McDonald's I went, I haven't been in ages since lockdown. Um, before all that started as well, they had real strict limitations about going in. There was a lot of queuing and, you know, QR code scanning. I noticed there was far less people actually behind the counter. You couldn't go to the counter in some I went to. And you had to use the kiosk. Um, so the, the fact that they weren't accessible before, but hopefully they will be, that's cool. Yeah, it is. Um, the other story that I spotted while we were away, uh, and we're going to be covering this in the next couple of days, maybe even the next week, um, is Lego. Everyone's excited about Lego. Uh, did you ever use Lego as a kid? Oh, I used to love Lego. I used to always, ma- oh, can I say? I don't know. What did you used to make, Stephen Scott? Hang on. No, no, I want to know what you made now. What are you hiding? Well, I'll, I'll put it this way. I used to make ray guns. There you ray go. Guns. I used to always make a ray gun out of it. What, like, uh, is that a Star Trek, Star Wars thing? Well, just a general sci-fi inspired gun of some description. Non-specific. To... Non-specific. No, that's right. Yes, you used the, the really flat one that you used for making a roof if you were making a house. Use that as the trigger. That's oh, that's very, good. Yeah, very, yeah, that's yeah, a little, yeah. little point for you. Mm. Wow, I was a violent child. Sorry, carry on. Yeah, well, I think, look, come on. As kids, we did do that kind of stuff, right? I mean, it was, you know. Yes. Well, I mean, I didn't, but you did. Well, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) Traps for bees. Okay. Okay. Uh, I don't know where that's going. Okay, I think maybe (laughs) we need some psychological help in here at this point. Um, Where's Fraser Crane? He's coming back, isn't he? We can get him on. I Um, can't wait. Sorry, let's not go off on another tangent. I know, I know, I know. know. Why? No Niles. No, you can't have it without Niles. I don't think Niles is in it. I don't think so. But the guy who played Niles is definitely not in it. That's all I know. Oh, oh that's a shame. Uh, it's on, I don't know what channel it's on. I think it's Paramount Plus. Oh, so forget it. Forget audio description, it's won't be there. another thing to Maybe. sign up for. Yeah, I know. Another thing is, there, will there be audio description? Who knows? Anyway, yes, that aside. Um, <laughs> what was I talking about? Lego. Oh, yeah. So... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, I feel rusty today. I feel, most people will agree that I am. But uh, yeah, I, I feel a bit rusty today. Um, so yeah, we're talking about Lego. And the, the whole thing is with Lego that, you know, a couple of years back, I remember this when I was at the RNIB, just not before I left, there was a campaign that had been ongoing for a while. And I say campaign, it was more of a, let's work with a company like Lego. Because, you know, Braille, learning as a child, all of that, you know, has to come with some kind of fun element to it, especially for kids, and it can make a big difference to kids' learning. If it's fun, right? If it's just boring, then, you know, okay, you might take it in, but it's not going to be the same. So uh, Lego came up with this idea of using their Braille blocks to, uh, or using their blocks, actually, the Lego blocks, to put Braille onto that. So essentially use the the dots 
on the Lego brick. I believe they're called studs. Oh, are they? I didn't know that. Mm. Yes, there you go. Um, yes. I'm not into construction personally. Not okay. Not brilliant at it. Um, I am. But yeah, but you've been building guns for <laughs> most of your life, it would appear. So yeah, you clearly know more than I Ray do. Ray guns. There's Ray a guns. Okay. Thank different. you. Uh, but yeah, they basically developed Braille into this. So this was something that was sold to educational establishments around the world. Uh, in Canada, the CNIB were involved in that. Of course, in the UK, the RNIB in the US as well. There were other organisations involved in making sure that children got access to these these packs. Um, however, there were a lot of us out there who were not children, who were kind of like, hey, Lego, what about us? You know, us blind folk who would actually quite like that. Now, of course, we could just buy any old set of Lego, right, and play with it, I suppose. But there was something yes. kind of special about this and kind of nice about it. And... I felt, personally, I'd quite like this too. So, great news last week when Lego announced that they would be bringing this out as something that we could all buy. So you can pre-order them right now. I think it's $80 or something, or $75 for a pack. And it's got, what, 250 Braille blocks in it. I keep saying Braille blocks, Lego blocks, but with the Braille on there. And um, Well, so basically, the studs at the top, so if you think of a six-stud brick your standard lego brick now they they can have those as as a braille cell obviously so you would have a you would only have the one stud at the top filled in for example so yeah basically it's your braille cells they turn into and actually stamped on the side is what that letter is um so you know that that braille is a or whatever the symbol may be so as you said it's just a a a fun way to learn braille as you play so Yeah. yeah I get it. Kids love it. I I loved Braille as a kid. I, I, I keep saying Braille. Lego. Lego. <laughs> so yes. foggy today. I'm so sorry. Um, but yeah, I, I loved Lego as a kid. And you know, the th- you might have made your ray guns and whatever, but I was making mm. um, far more, I think, wholesome choices with my oh, yeah. Lego. Yeah. Mm. What, what were you making? I built churches. A big barn? I built churches. Excuse me? I don't what, know why. Cathedrals? Oh, I know. I, I, hang on, I wasn't an expert. Ah, uh, right. I did basic church. You know, I did kind of one you'd find in you know, like a, a town that had been abandoned. Um, <laughs> right. That's okay. Basically, just four walls. You did the ruins. Okay, I did the yeah. ruins. I was good at that. Actually, I was very good at that. I used to because basically all I could ever build that would be of any purpose was uh, just a, a rectangular room uh, that you know could be used for all kinds. But yeah, I would put pews in there. I'd have the altar. I have a place for the organ. There's a of reason course. for all. There's a reason for all this because as a kid, you might not know this, but as a kid, I was heavily into the church, and so much so that I became a church organist at the age of eleven. Wow! What was your favourite song there, Stephen Scott? Him, I think you'll find. Um, yeah. Yes, yeah. it was "How Great Thou Art." Oh, of course, the classic. I'll bring the youth in. Well, that's very nice. I just called well kids earlier uh, editing, <laughs> more, you know, on a general scale. So, you know, I've probably missed that particular boat. Um, but no, that was what I did. I, I, and because of that, I'd have the place. I'd even build a little organ out of the, you know, out of the pieces. Right, but you, know, you know the bit you used? The bit you used for the... The trigger. The trigger, the like little thin yes. bit. The very that thin, That was the keyboard. Bit. Of course you it see, was. You see, so it would stick out. Uh, so you'd have two blocks, maybe like two six blocks, then another two six blocks, and then you'd have like a... a this is getting very specific. It's very even. specific. I'm giving you building instructions on how to build your own church organ. Church organ in Lego. <laughs> That's the joy of Lego, though. Exactly, make anything. Thing. We had boxes of it, and they, it just, man, the price has changed. That's for sure. <laughs> yes. I know that much. I think I might still have my Lego set in my mum's no. house somewhere. I think I probably do. I had a box, and it, and it actually was a Lego box. So it had like four studs at the top. You know, it was like a like a, a little brick oh, itself. Yeah. I think you're thinking of Duplo. The, no, uh, it wasn't Duplo. Lego, the baby Lego. That's what you're thinking of. <laughs> stickle bricks. That's what you're thinking of. <laughs> I used to have stickle bricks. I love them. And you went to the doctor, and the pills are here. Okay. <laughs> We really should get back to some tech. Uh, oh, but, no, but this is interesting for people, right? Because people are people are excited by this. And I have to say, I, I kind of feel in some ways, for a lot of us who are older, you know, it might inspire us to go back and play with Lego again. 
But why are we excited about this particular set of Lego? Why wouldn't we just go and buy regular Lego? Is it because it's got the Braille on it? Is it I mean, I suppose there's some of us who might think, well, it's a great collector's edition. You know, this probably will not come out forever. That's there might true. be so many sets made and then it's never heard of again. It's got and then a specific name, isn't it? It's... Braille it? for play or something like that. Yeah. So, yeah, it could definitely I be a... Do details. I don't, <laughs> I don't think it'll be, you know, like a, a mainstream thing that will always be there, always be available. No. So... I don't know. Like, I think absolutely this is a great thing for kids because it does introduce them to Braille. It will get them, um, you know, get the, the, the idea of it as they play. Exactly. But I don't know. What, for adults? Really? Well, and again, you know, it'll be for sighted adults who've got blind kids. You know, brilliant for them. Because again, beforehand, they wouldn't have got their hands on this. That is a very good point I didn't consider. Yeah, Absolutely. I just thought about it right there, so I'm going to take all credit for that. Well done. No, that was very good. Well done, you. Um, <laughs> saved that one, didn't I? Uh, and listen, I want to say as well, because, you know, it was interesting being off last week. Um, I kind of thought, goodness, we're going to come back to a lot of news. And actually, there hasn't been much at all going on. What really is in the conversation at the moment is what is Apple going to bring out next month? Because the talk is from September 12th or 13th, there's going to be some event. which An will- iPhone. Yeah, be the iPhone event. But there's talk of other things like possible new iPads, although whether that's for now or later, I don't know. Um, iPads usually come out this time, around this time, though, right? So we'd probably likely see some new iPads. I, I, can I be honest? I think... Yes. And this is the blind guy talking, right? Forget everything else. Forget forget all the merits of it and everything else. I just think from a blind guy, but from my perspective as the blind guy here, I have no interest in buying another iPad ever. I was just going to ask you that because you are a bit of a sucker for iPads, but they never seem to last very long. No, with you, I just you sell just them to other to, people. You just seem to lose interest in them, and I, I, I kind of, I, but well, I totally understand it because if you're, if you're not making use of that larger real estate of the screen, like if that's not helping you, if you use magnification or you've got some vision to make use of the screen, then what's the difference between that and an iPhone? Yeah, I, I must admit, there was a time, there was that period. Again, it's that thing when you're low vision versus you know someone who's totally blind or, or at that point where you're not totally blind, but you've got so lim- limited vision yes. that it's just pointless and you're using screen readers. That's for Netflix. What, yeah, but even then, I'm like, the only thing that's good about it is the sound. But I have to be honest, so I, I, I remember, I think I mentioned this to you before we went off, I was playing with the idea of switching from my iPhone 13 mini to my 14 Pro. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to be honest, I do like, I mean, I love the sound on the 14 Pro. The, the yes. speakers are incredible on it. I mean, I was, I was listening today to my Lenovo ThinkPad to my left here, and the sound of, of it compared to my phone is night and day. I mean, it's just yeah. garbage on that Lenovo. It's just got that little tinny speaker in there, and it's mm-hmm. okay. It's fine for, for JAWS, but... You wouldn't really spend any time listening. If I wanted to edit audio on it, I would not use that. But on the iPhone, brilliant. So the speakers are very good. It is nice. I'm not loving the size of the iPhone 14 Pro, and I I just feel I miss the the lightweight. And it's funny, when you've been playing with Android phones, as I have been, and we'll talk about that in the future episode as well, because I've been playing with the Capsus Smart Vision 3 that's finally arrived. Oh. Um, But I'm not going to go into too much at the moment because I'm still doing a bit of testing on it and I want to talk about it properly so rather than just leaping into first thoughts I'll go give you my thoughts in maybe a week or so as time but one thing immediately that comes to, to mind is the weight the difference in weight and I don't know maybe Samsung phones are different these more higher end phones are heavier but I don't know I mean I was, the Google Pixel 6a is here I've got this uh, Capsus Smart Vision 3 and they're all so much lighter than these iPhones. Well, yeah, it's a plastic chassis, isn't it? That's the difference. That's the difference with the Pixel A range is usually it's a, rather than, you know, whatever it is, aluminium or some sort of metal chassis and back and whatever else, it uses plastic, which I actually prefer sometimes. Mm-hmm. So do I. Yeah. I just, well, it makes it lighter for a start. And, you know, I, I think that's the problem that you kind of, I remember there an iPhone, was it 5C that came out? And a lot of people hated that phone for oh, various reasons. It wasn't a the, the, brilliant the one with phone. holes all over it. Um, no, that. Oh, and hang on, actually, yes, you're right. That was the one that had the case with all the holes over it. Yes, that's yes. right. Yeah, that was a weird one. Okay, 
But that was, I mean, and the whole thing with that was it was colourful, right? It was, I think the sea was for colour. So there's loads of different colours, pinks and blues and yellows. And, mm-hmm. you know, it was, it was kind of almost like an upgrade from the iPod touch. Yes. That's what it felt like to me. But, um, you know, that, that phone was good size. The iPhone SE, which I've been also playing with recently, just to sort of, because again, the size, the iPhone SE latest version or current version, again, so light to use. And I'm kind of toying with the idea of playing with it for a while instead. I know it sounds mad to think why would i go from you know uh, an iphone 14 pro to an se or a 13 mini but the truth is these phones are fine it's a good working devices i don't care about the visuals on the screen i care about how it sounds and i care about how it performs with voiceover and at the end of the day the software drives that and oftentimes what i'm finding more and more these days is that the newer generations of ios these phones stay speedy they stay capable. There comes a point, obviously, where they're no longer like that. They feel a bit older, but generally they still feel quite speedy. And um, I don't know. I just don't see that. I'm kind of even wondering if I would bother buying a new phone this year. Well, you're falling into the iPhone trap that we've all done. I spent, what was it, a year on Android because I just got so bored of, it's just another iPhone, right? It's all, yeah. They're all pretty much the same, which is a gift and a curse. It, it's um, so pe- People usually ask... What's the accessibility difference between this model and that model? But there is none. Yeah, as that's as right. It's the first question everyone asks. Yeah. Well, anyway, we'll get into more on that and lots more as uh, Double Tap continues tomorrow. Thank you so much for all your feedback as well, uh, even to those of you who were rather annoyed we were away on holiday. But I'm sorry, we just had to go on holiday for a week. Sorry. Right? Mr. We F forced. told us to. Yes. Forced. God bless you, Mr. Mr. F. F. Forced holiday. That's what it stands for today. Uh, but no, listen, thank you so much for your emails and comments. More of them to get into tomorrow and a lots more interesting stories to come this week. Details to follow. But uh, for now, thank you for listening. Keep that feedback coming. It's always welcome to us. Feedback at doubletaponair.com. one 4567 is the number. We'll catch you tomorrow. Thanks, Sean. Thank you. Bye-bye. Join me every couple weeks for the Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther podcast, where we learn about outdoor tech and tips. Plus, we look at news affecting the environment. AMI's Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther is available from your favorite podcast provider.